think about Melbourne's bustling streets, where international students from around the globe face unfamiliar sights and sounds, they grapple with new languages, feel the pain of loneliness, and even wrestle with Melbourne's ever-changing weather. Yet in these very challenges, they find a bridge, their unique cultures. Today, let's delve into these heartfelt stories of students turning obstacles into connections. Dive in and feel the heartbeat of a city transformed by culture. Imagine leaving behind everything that you know and love. For me, that is Beijing, China. And basso, the most watering scent of street foods, and especially the unforgettable taste of Peking duck. Here, I'm in Melbourne, and international students in a near line, walking street where the smells of Peking duck feels like a distant memory. Friends here often ask me, where can we find good Peking duck? And my heart sinks a little each time. The truth is, I can't find a place that feels authentic, a place that tastes like my home. So, what should I do? Do I let my homesickness wash over me like a tide that never goes out? Do I dive headfirst into Aussie life, trying to forget the fevers and songs of Beijing? Or do I make it my mission to bring the sights of Beijing here, to share the culture and the taste that I miss so much? This is my dilemma, and my crossroads. And maybe, just maybe, it's yours too. I don't know what to do. Sometimes I feel like stranger. I am a stranger here, but yeah, I feel like I don't have anyone here, so.、I've... I feel pretty homesick. I found one thing in my childhood because I started to play the Chinese martial art in my very very young age. Language is really the biggest barrier to me. Because I've never actually tried anything like Eastern or Chinese traditional Chinese before. When I started to make this podcast, I realized I'm not the only international student in Melbourne who has faced problems due to the culture shock. Barry, he is a Chinese international student studying music production and composition at Australian Institute of Music. He always thought language would be his biggest barrier until one street performance. Even though the language is actually Chinese, after that, I've I've gained a lot of like applause from the audience, and when I look around, most most of the audience they are all local Australians. So it actually amazes me a lot because I feel like that song is not supposed to gain all those kind of you know applause that I got because the language is like the lyrics is actually in Chinese and and after that it was really truly a once of a lifetime experience I I really feel like music is definitely a bridge between different、um, different countries and different cultures and stuff. Absolutely. Even though the languages are different, the outlet of culture is universal. 
Sunny is an Indonesia student at University of Melbourne. For example, our own traditional language, we have like more than 300 traditional language and it's all different. With so many languages around us, can we truly understand another culture? Nathaniel, a Tasmanian and member of University of Melbourne's Chinese Wushu Kung Fu Club, may have an answer for us. Have you ever seen some Chinese movie like they are doing the Chinese Kung Fu? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, all the time. You know, I think especially for me, uh, the biggest exposure that I would have had Kung Fu in movies would be Jackie Chan. Just yeah. like so many movies when I was growing up. So after figuring out the language parts, it got me wondering, what are students who once struggled like me during to share their own culture? Even though I'm like... Even though I'm already Chinese, but I've never actually done that before. So I want to just like, for this time, I want to challenge myself and just like bring my own barriers and stuff. Tick Berry, he's a music guy. He found that he had never really mixed his Chinese words into his music. So what did he do? Let's listen to it. In my compositions, I used a lot of like traditional um, instruments, including flute and guzhen and pipa, and to kind of bring that heritage, well, not exactly heritage, but like a traditional culture to my music. And I used pentatonic scale, which is one of the most used like scale you use when you're trying to compose a Chinese traditional like composition. In Chinese, they're called gongshangjiezi. I use a lot of R&B rhythm, and I use a lot of trap instruments, which is like 808 and hi-hats, because I'm also hugely inspired from black music as well. He started to fusing Chinese melodies with hip-hop beats. Cool, isn't it? And there's Sunny. She felt lonely when she first got there, so she joined Indonesia club in Unimap. Guess what? She ended up not just finding friends, but also helping to put an Indonesia festival. She got to share a piece of home with everyone. It was Indonesian Independence Day. We shared some foods here, free foods for everyone, and it's Indonesian snacks. Oh, yeah. And we all wore a different Indonesian um, clothes, traditional Indonesian clothes. It's pretty much it. I think there were like more than a hundred, more than a hundred kind of Indonesian snacks that we shared. So yeah, we did that kind of stuff to introduce everyone that Indonesia have this kind of culture and this kind of foods and other stuff. Don't forget Pekto and Changfa. And Pekto and Changfa, they are both parts of Wushu Kung Fu Club. Yeah, yeah. 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 
feel less wish you come for really much. Before I came to Melbourne, before I came to study in Unimel, I'm just search for where's Wushu Cup in Melbourne, where's Wushu Cup. So Ooh. I just wanted John to know any other reason. You are so <laughs> determined. Yeah. Nathaniel, a Tasmanian and member of University of Melbourne's Chinese Wushu Kung Fu Club. People from all over the place have been doing Wushu Kung Fu here at University of Melbourne for more than 30 years. I was shocked by that, but Changfa said, Actually, for me, it's not a surprise to see Chinese Kung Fu Club because uh, there are so many extra moving stars in Hollywood. I do think the Western people know about the Chinese Kung Fu and uh, lots of them were amazed by them. Nathaniel may have an answer for us. You know, who hasn't seen a some sort of Kung Fu movie or a martial arts movie, some sort of like spinning kick and just not thought, yeah, who hasn't thought, I would love to do that. That's that's awesome. So when I saw that there was a club here at the university, oh, I'll give that a shot, why not? And I loved it, and now I still do. Nathaniel said the Chinese Wushu Kung Fu Club is like a mini road. We have people from uh, a whole heap of different places. Uh, we have plenty of people from China, um, but you know, we also have people from many Southeast Asian countries. We have a member from Indonesia at the moment. We have someone from Canada as well, so you know, a long, Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, a long way away on the like other side. Um, but you know, over the years, I've met people from the Philippines. I've met people from Malaysia. I've met people from Europe. If Chinese Ushu Kung Fu can bring frogs together from all corners of the globe, it is a win for sharing our stories and cultures, isn't it? And Changfa loves Chinese traditional culture really much. Basically, I'm a people who love reading different Chinese literatures Aww. from Confuci uh, Confucianism, Taoism, Buddhism, wow. all the religious books. So, with all these different cultures around us, it makes you think, what can we do to add our own flavors into the cultural melting pot? Yeah, for me, I met lots of uh, missionaries who were sharing the Western religion to me. Changfa is doing its best to, to love into Aussie life. It's always good to listen to their stories, how they explain the uh, Bible in their own way, because everybody gives slightly different stories, there's nuance between their interpretations. Barry joining singing with the Aussie grandpa playing the guitar and singing on the street. So, I feel like music really is a something that can just like it's like kind of like a bridge that can connect to people. Sunny also took her international buddies to taste Indonesian local food. We went to Indonesian restaurants and we ate there. So I think most of my friends they are they like Indonesian food. Nathaniel gave us a really good feedback on culture sharing. I think it's definitely like pretty big part of my life at the moment and anyone who is close to me gets to hear a lot about it. 
you know, I've convinced my sister to join the club and she seems like she's having fun so far. This is my second time sitting in the Peking Duck restaurant in Melbourne. Last time I couldn't understand that Peking Duck with carrots on the set. But this time I should go ahead and agree that new content is incorporated into traditional culture so that more people can adapt to it. So, as an international student, I wonder how we can do to share our culture better. Yeah, I think I mostly adapt myself by learning and combining Indonesian culture and Australian culture. Yeah. The social media is an effective way to promote uh, the Chinese culture by sharing the videos, pictures, and sometimes uh, just a couple of words mm. will be very effective i think I don't know, I, i'm pretty nationalist like i love my country so i think i i'm proud when other people know uh, not just bali but know other cities from indonesia like i am so proud if they know bandung where i'm come from yeah so i feel like it's, it's more like national pride something like that i think and that's why i want them to know Barry has started combining the Melbourne life into his music. So once I was just walking down the street and I heard this like street performer. I really love how he nailed his percussion stuff. So I asked him for his permission, whether if I can sample that part. It was something actually... He actually said yes. So I was like, I was, that was such an honor. I got the privilege to record it. I uh, successfully made a track. And that is the end of our stories for today. A big thank you to our guys for sharing the experience and to you, our listeners, for turning in. Today's episode underscores the importance of sharing and embracing cultures. As international students, we are not just learners in a foreign line, but also embraceners of our own heritage. Let's carry this role with pride and make an effort to share our cultures, while also taking the time to understand and appreciate the cultures those around us.